and all right now it's recording hello 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 this is another episode of the mental threats podcast 122 i'm here with my cousin you want to just go by band up mean on here yeah that's good okay band up mean <laughs> uh where he's like my literal uh blood cousin i think we're related on both sides of our family actually like your, your dad and your, your mom so i think like your dad and just, are related, and like your mom is uh, related to my mom. Like I think like second cousin, mm. third cousin, something like that. It, it's weird. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know about that. Uh, I didn't know that they were both like on both sides. But that's that's interesting. Yeah, but yeah, yeah exactly. man. I'm happy to be here, bro. For, yeah, uh, man. It, it's good I'm that happy you're to be here. It's good that you're happy to be here. Oh, my bad. Is my my audio is like lag, lagging a little bit. Are you sure? You can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, but it's like there seems to be like a like a space in between and whatnot. Like is that a time yeah. zone? Okay, okay. I I don't even know, but um I'll yeah, I'll try to stay on top of that because like mine is lagging a little bit right now. Okay, we can find our way through it. Like if we gotta do little spaces, it ain't no big deal. We'll figure it out. For sure. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's like um an introduction. Uh, yeah, this is my literal blood cousin and everything. Um, I think when I first saw you, I mentioned you. Were, it was like a Christmas. I think it was like I don't know if it was two thousand two. What year were you born, man? Two thousand four. Okay. Yeah, it was probably close to around there. Right. That two thousand four was that long ago. This 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 is crazy. And you're like eighteen now, right? <laughs> Yeah, it's been eighteen years now, man. Yeah, I think that. What? What? what what's your birthday? It was. Uh, you were born. Um, I know two thousand four. What? What day? Twenty eight. On the twenty eighth. Oh yeah, uh, October, October twenty eighth. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it was like that was like the Christmas that we spent over a on Margaret and Uncle Z's house. Uh, I think I was six. I think was I six. Yeah, I was like, yeah, six. I think Taurus was a uh, four at that time. Uh, we we spent the holidays you know, like that one year and everything. But you were just a baby, so I don't even think you remember any of it. Yeah, man. I mean, my earliest uh, memory of us meeting would probably be back in like I think it was twenty twelve when we came down to North Carolina, and um, actually no, I knew you guys before. But, like, I vividly remember that summer of, like, it was either, like, 2012 or 2013, something like that. And then we went down there. We all went to, like, Dave & Buster's, went to South Carolina. And that was probably my funnest summer uh, during my childhood. So that's, like, as far that's like as far as my mind goes back, you know? Oh, really? Yeah, 2012. Okay, so, yeah, you were, like, around, okay, four to the – I'm trying to do the math in my head. Like, it was, like, you were, like, eight at that time, huh? Yeah, something like that. And was that the same time where it was you and you were pretty much uh, arguing <laughs> with JD and uh, Yadin, like on the way to the beach and everything? <laughs> Man, I couldn't even tell you, bro. It's been so long, but that does sound like it. I mean, it may have happened for sure. <laughs> I was cracking up throughout that whole car ride. I remember that was so, so, so funny. <laughs> But we were we were in and out from time yeah. to from time to time. Also, I think uh, in Philly and everything. I think when you were born, I think your family was in New Jersey at the time. I think. Yeah. So, my parents were in Philly first, and then they moved over to New Jersey for I believe like two or three years, um, and then I was born there, and then I turned two and moved back to Philly. 
Yeah, okay, yeah, that's what it was. Okay, because I was wondering, like, why y'all lived in New Jersey one time and then you were living, like, in, uh, in like, Philly, like, at a different time. And that's when you, yeah. that's pretty much for staying in your childhood home, like, that you're staying in, right, well, you're not staying there right now because you're in Texas, but you pretty much grew up in that uh, childhood home in Philadelphia from then on, huh? Yeah, for sure. And then I believe it was my, I think I was in, I was in eighth grade at the time. I also went to a boarding school in Kentucky, so that was, like, really my first time being away from home. And well, actually, yeah, yeah, I'll say that that one would be like my first experience, actually, like, you know, being away from home for an extended period of time. And then, I mean, here I am now. So, like, I'm out the house now. Life's a little <laughs> life's a little different being an adult, you know? Yeah, man, who are you telling, man? This stuff is getting get over by the day, man, I swear. <laughs> like, I'm 24, man. I'm just like, damn, I'm six years short from 30 now, which is like crazy. And I know it's crazy to think about. For it's, real, like it's crazy to wrap your head around, man. Yeah, yeah, life just goes on, man. Like even Taurus is getting older. Uh, I know he turned twenty two like a while ago, and everything. Damn. Like, yeah, Taurus is twenty two, and I'm twenty four, man. That is cr- life, bro. And the crazy thing is, bro. Like I always like, I guess like in my mind, since like we didn't grow up so like. Like, we were always, like, you know, distance from each other. You guys were all the way in North Carolina. So, like, I always remembered you guys, like, just being, like, teens, you know? And then it's crazy to see that now you guys are, like, 24 and, like, 20. Like, it's crazy, bro. For real. Yeah, soon we're going to be having our own apartments, our own houses and everything. I mean, you already pretty much moved out because of the Army and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, kind of a process. I'm trying to see if I can move to D.C., and everything, so it's just mm-hmm. yeah, like, is y'all still living like back in Philadelphia with the yeah, and, yeah, she's doing pretty well actually. JD just joined the army too, but JD um, just joined the army, so you're the first he, one to join the army. He followed, yeah, yeah, yeah. He literally just like signed, I believe it was like three weeks ago, so actually, two days ago was his first day of boot camp, so like, I mean, yeah, me and him are gonna definitely have to chat about that like later on, and then. Yeah, she's doing pretty well for herself right now, too. Like, she got her degree doing, you know, she has a good job now. But she's still at home. Like, I believe she's also streaming as well. Like, she has a nice PC set up. She's, she's been, like, she's been doing her thing, you know? Oh, so she's, like, streaming is doing, like, what, like, YouTube or something like that? So I don't think she's, like, <clears throat> I don't think she's, like, adamant on it, you know, like, I think she kind of just hops on, like, plays The Sims or, like, GTA and, like, uh, goes on goes live on, like, Twitch. But, um, like, I, I guess, like, that's kind of, like, you know, what she's into, like, with the video games and stuff. But, like, you know, when she's not working and JD was home, like, a while ago, too, you know, just working regular jobs. And he decided that he was going to join the Army because, I mean, staying in Philly, bro, it's, like, it's kind of draining in a way. Like, mm. it's it's, like, the same thing going on, you know? Like, before, I was working at Wendy's, actually. I was working there for a while. Um, and it's actually interesting how I started working there. So, back when I back when I was 15 at the time, I had this teacher who was kind of like a mentor to me, right? I'd, like, talk to him every single day at school. And, like, in this class, we just talk about, like, different stuff, like, about the world, about economics. like. And then I was talking to him about how I'm not necessarily interested in going to college. And he was saying... Yeah, man, like, it might be smarter, like, since you want to do some military stuff, and, like, he knew I wanted to do, like, investing stuff in the future, he was like, um, it might be smarter if you just either get a GED or, like, go online, 
finish high school faster and then enlist in the military. So kind of like from there on out, that was like, that was kind of like my imperative. So um, I switched, I transitioned to online school, like after that school year. And then that's when like the whole COVID thing broke out as well. I transitioned to online school and it's kind of like one of those schools where you can go at your own pace. So I was doing that like seven days a week, every single day throughout the summer, dude. And let me just say that was probably like <laughs> the most mentally taxing thing like I was doing at the time, like, cause I was just so focused on like hurrying up and being done with school, like, uh, like this, you know? And so anyways, yeah. So I finished up with school, I got my diploma and then I was 16 at the time, so I couldn't quite enlist yet. So I was like, all right, let me just let me just get a job right now. Started applying for a couple of jobs. I applied for Wendy's and didn't get it the first time. So I went to another location and I got the job. And then I worked there for about a little under a year, just, you know, doing day-to-day stuff, uh, you know, just doing stuff like that. And then when the time came, I was talking to my friend at work because uh, uh, at first, I wanted to go to the Navy, but I was talking to my friend at work. She was like, hey, like, I want to join the Army. Do you mind walking me over to the recruiter station? I was like, sure, why not? So we walked over there, um, but she ended up being ineligible to join because she had, like, a tattoo on the back of her hand. And in the Army, you can't have, like, any, uh, what's it called? Like, tattoos that are, like, revealing when you're in your uniform. So she couldn't join, but the dude started looking at me. He saw I was a little bit fit. He was like, hey, what do you think about, like, joining the army but they kind of like framed the question in like what do you or have you heard of the benefits that the army can like get you and he started talking to me about bonuses and i was pretty much like i'm sold and then i mean here i am now that's cool man that's that's really cool at least you found like your passion i don't want to say it's your passion like army ain't your passion passion it's just what you're doing right now right yeah yeah i mean honestly, it was kind of something to just, you know, like build a foundation off of because when I was talking to, I'll refer to him as my mentor. When I was talking to my mentor at the time, he was like, you know, just kind of like coaching me through life in a way. Like he was telling me about what went wrong in his life and like what worked for him. And then like, just like all the stories that he would tell me, like things that he did in his life would like, it was just so appealing to me. So I was like, you know what? I want to hurry up. Like I kind of want it because what I started to do was I started talking to my friends. I was like, Hey, what do you want to do after high school? A lot of them were like, Hey, I'm just going to, you know, get this chill job, yada, 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 whatever. And then like, no one like truly wanted to follow their passions. Like me, I always kind of grew up like a uh, very passionate and like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess you could say curious. Yeah. I was, I was, I was a passionate and like curious kid ambitious. growing up. So yeah. Yeah. Ambitious. There we go. There we go. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was kind of like, you know, what's going to work for me? Because, like, I knew that I didn't want to just go to college, get a degree, and then, like, I knew I wouldn't have a way to pay for it and just, you know, take out a mortgage on a house that I can't even afford and just on and on about, like, the rat race. So I was like, okay, let me do something a little differently. So my initial plan, and I kind of tweaked it, like, now, but my initial plan was – all right, I'm going to go to the army and then they have something called a VA loan. And that just allows you to like invest into real estate or, well, I mean, you can buy a personal home as well, but I wanted to use it to invest into real estate. I wanted to uh, start that and like, you know, just save up for that. 
and then start with real estate, getting multiple properties, like getting into flipping properties and things like that. And as I started researching more, like it just started to appeal to me and like just it, it all kind of just clicked to me. Right. So I started like planning from like a from about I want to say three ish years ago. Yeah, I started planning all this. And then I mean, right now I'm still in kind of like the beginning phases of my of my plan. Okay, so like you're still in the beginning phases in your plan, basically. Right, right. Okay, all right, cool. But then in the long term, it's just really just all about like just really getting into investing. And uh, would you say traveling the world is also another aspect of absolutely, like? bro? Yeah, absolutely. Because the way I look at it, it's like God created this whole earth, and it's like a lot of people just you know spend their whole lives in just one area and just you know never really get to explore, like, see, like, you know, historical attractions or just, you know, not much. Like, they'll spend two weeks by a pool in a hotel and then just go right back to work. And that's not the life that I wanted to live at all. So, yeah, like, investing to me was kind of like the gateway to just freedom in a way, you know, because once you have capital like that, like, to a to a larger degree, it's like you can kind of do whatever you want with your life. Like, you don't have to worry about, going to the same job that you hate and worry about like getting fired or, you know, it, like there's just so much that comes with not being at a certain level of freedom, I guess, if that makes sense. No, no, that makes perfect sense. I understand. I mean, uh, for right now, I'm like a care associate at a hospital and that's not what I mainly wanted to go to school for and everything. But at the same mm -hmm. time, I have to balance with this, with this one organization that's considering me. I got to hop on an interview with them tomorrow to see if they can hook me up with like a uh, corporate jobs, like with bank of America and so on and so forth. Sweet. Sweet. No, no, they really like my essay, which is crazy. Before they even check my application, like before the person I was interviewing with, I actually checked my application. There was somebody mm -hmm. in there um, that was working in the office. Like, Oh yeah, you seen this essay about this guy and everything. And it was just like, Oh, okay. Well, I guess maybe this might be the right direction, but like now I have to balance that in the future. Um, which means like I work from 10 45 to like 7 AM in the morning. Damn, bro. But no, it's cool. Like once you sleep all day, it's fine. But it's, <laughs> but yeah. joking, it's like, but then add add on like with this organization, I'm gonna have to hop on Zoom. Like we're hopping on Zoom right now from like mm -hmm. eight a.m. to five p.m. So like that's literally like like in the middle of November. That's literally like I'm gonna only get like four hours of sleep, maybe. Damn. Like if I, no. but it's all worth it because I gotta work at the same time, and then I right, right, yeah. Like I want to get back into doing music again, um, cause I know you heard my mixtape and everything. Absolutely, bro. And let me just say, bro, that Neji Huga song, bro, that bro, I still I still have it in my playlist to this day. Like that's my favorite one in there, bro. Like <laughs> I'll just be I'll just be like chilling, like chilling in my room and just singing the, uh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you just snap, bro. Like that that's that's definitely my favorite song, bro, for sure. Oh, that's cool. From from that playlist, bro. Yeah, man. It's like this. I'm hoping that like really like the for the rest of this year, because I'm hooking up with this one. I'm gonna definitely be working uh with this one organization called Crowd Freak and everything mm -hmm. in the future. And what they do is like they help artists um uh, they hook them up with a flight and a hotel. Um and uh to really like work at festivals and everything. So I could be working at the same festivals like with Snoop Dogg or Currency or fire, or be working at places like Scary Hours, uh Backwoods and Bonfires. But like, I don't know if you see my story and everything, it's like there's Henny and Hamburgers uh festival. Mm -hmm. A lot of these festivals are in Detroit 
and everything. So it's just mm-hmm. like they'll, they'll hook you up with a flight and a hotel. Literally just Dude, that's awesome, bro. No, but they also got a, a other thing called Distro Freak, where it's like mm-hmm. you can drop your music on just like Distro Kid, but this time they can actually put your songs on playlists too. So it's like, you know, it's like, you know, that's really who I'm going to be working with this upcoming year. I just got to hit the studio again. Um, Once I get the time, I got to call the producer I've been working with um, to see if, like, uh, we can set something up in November. Because it's like, once you really hit it, like, once you want to get back in the studio again. So it's just For like, sure, bro. And, and bro, thing- I'm happy to hear that as well, man. Like, seriously, like, I got to understand, bro. Like, what, how is, like, you know, the thought process, like, when making a song, like, how do you get inspired to go in there and like, I don't know if you're like sitting there for a couple hours and write or if you just have some stuff written and, you know, get ready to record. Like, because to me, especially the song Neji Hugo, the reason why I like it is because like the wordplay and like the lyricism just seems like, like really good because, you know, when you came in, you were like, like a Demon Fox and Kona Hagakure, uh, something, something, but nobody stopping me. Like, bro, I had to pause for a second, bro, because your brother put me on that song. I was like, yo, hold on. So, like, what, yeah, what's kind of, like, you know, the thought process of, like, making these songs? Well, I mean, for me, I'm more of a conceptive type of rapper. So, it's like, you know, I always think about what the project is going to sound like and everything generally. And basically, Mm -hmm. just each song is just a reflection of different things. So, it's just, like, you know, like, the whole Ego Trip project was basically just uh, just talking about the manias of depression and anxiety. Like, one day Mm -hmm. you can be feeling really low. Like, you know, you hear songs like Hold It Together and Drowning. And other songs, you feel like, you know, you really um feel like you're the shit, like the Neji Huge song. You, yeah, you, for you, sure, you. for sure. And I noticed that as well on the mixtape. But yeah, you, you know that they'll just like switch us from like really low kind of songs. Like, really yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it'll be like a uh, really, really hype songs. It'll be like uh, like Mace Wendu or uh, Neji Huga or Young Genius mm-hmm. and everything of that nature. Like, it's just like they basically talk about the manias, the extremes of, of those things. And then there's also songs like, you know, like H2O and uh don't trip where it's just like you know like you know, i'm gonna just i'm gonna keep going and everything even though i might be in the stumble or everything i'm gonna still keep it pushing i'm gonna keep, i'm gonna just let it go and everything so it's just it's just stuff like that you know i'm thinking about dropping a song um on my next uh on the on the follow-up which is gonna be ego trip too i'm thinking about putting a song called rock lee and everything and it's really gonna be uh more focused on just like you know uh, I'm just being like, like the more you work hard, the more you, you know, you push yourself forward. Even if you feel discouraged, you, you'll definitely get somewhere. So it's just like, you know, it's, just, it's just stuff like that. Once you're more conceptive with it, everything else just kind of rolls in. And that's how I do it. I just, what I do is I listen to a beat over and over again and everything. And I already get a feel about how I want to sound over it. And basically I just run like what the, what the hook is going to be. Uh, sometimes the verses sometimes come first. I usually start with the hooks because they take up more time, and then mm-hmm. I can be able to like focus on the verses in between. And you know, but my problem is sometimes I'll be trying to cram so much and so much well, little uh, space, and so sometimes I run out of breath. So it's like one of the things I got to work on uh, moving forward. So it's just like uh, it's just yeah, like it's like I like anime and everything, and Neji Huga is a very um, Neji Huga is a I don't say prolific, but he's very prolific in the sense where he he has vision vision that can pretty much see 360 so it's just like you know like you know i could see through the faking i could see through all that and that's I, awesome bro i, I really like yeah. yeah i really like like the creativeness behind it honestly because like i didn't even know how like deep it went like but no nah, that that's that's definitely good to hear because nowadays you know people will kind of just hop on and just make some hype songs their whole career and i mean sometimes it's like 
they get like a, a good train of clout, but after a while, like people stop listening to them because it's like they kind of only have just one like one genre of music, if you know what I mean. Like, it, it not even matter like, the genre, but if there's no dimension, if there's no depth, it, it kind of takes out the, the replay. Right, right. Like and now you now you gotta explain to you what the song means. Now you want to check in again, like oh man, what are some other things I missed out and everything. Yeah, now it's like I'm sure. trying to bring you a little bit of interest. Like wow, I missed that on the first time I listened. Let me hear it again. Now let me do that again, and that's like my first project and everything. Twelve songs on the first project and stuff, and it's just like and keep in mind like now I'm out of school, so I got more time to really save up money to really start marketing a lot of my stuff, whether it like be mm. my podcast or my music and anything of that nature. Um, so it's just you know I feel like for next year I feel like I should be focused on putting even more music out, but also I want to step out of my comfort zone and actually start performing a lot of these songs. But since I dropped those, I never performed not once. And really? Yeah, I haven't. No, I haven't. Um, I want to, but it's just like it's just a, a couple other things I want to get aligned, like you know, like my health and everything. I definitely want to get that situated first before I want to step mm-hmm. in stage to do anything. Um, definitely want to get back, get my confidence back and stuff of that nature. So I like, I feel like the more I'm in the studio, the more I'm saying, you know, more I can be able to like, you know, regain that power back because you know it also is therapy for me too. So it's right just, on, right on. The more you do them, like you know, like you you work out, and it's saying like, like the more you work out something, the more it becomes like a like like the muscle hardness and stuff of that nature. So it's just the yeah. same thing with anything else you do in life, whether it be like with the rap thing, you know. One thing I, that I used to, the one thing I've been doing like this year, like and I kind of put off for a little bit, like I would go into my rap book and I'll write about four pages in my composition book every day, and I try to do it as often as I can. If you do that for like 50 days for a composition book that's like 400 pages, mm-hmm. before I finish that book right there, and like I'm on my eighth one, like my eighth. Hell, and then, no, it, it ain't shit though because I've been doing it since I was 13, and if I was really consistent, like 50 days, like like on a composition book, like I probably would have been on in 20s right now. But for sure, that no, nah, that's crazy, bro. Yeah, I, was born. I didn't know like you were putting that much work into it too. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's, like, it's some really good stuff. Maybe one day when we pull up to Philadelphia, I can let you read through a lot of them and everything. I think I lost sure. one of them, like one of the papers and one of them, like it went missing. So it's just like now it's like I be- I got what got to eight, but it's like it's basically seven in total right now. So it's like, you know, it's mm-hmm. like it's kind of unfortunate, but it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was way, way when I was younger. So it's like it was not really a big, big deal. I mean, it's probably like a little misstep in my evolution if you want to look from back to back but it's fine i feel like that my stuff really didn't start getting good 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 like until like maybe like my fifth rap book and then uh, mm-hmm. you know, like fourth was okay but i feel like when it started really getting good 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 was when it's like five six seven i started to use more metaphors and double entendres and stuff of that nature so it's just it's just something that it's just it was therapeutic for me growing up so it's like i can't help but just be intertwined with it and stuff so it's good, good you like it like from. the music and everything does jd like it uh I think yeah. So me, him, and Taurus, we were um, we were downstairs. We we're downstairs in the living room. This was, I guess, the day before you came. Where maybe no, you just weren't at the house yet. But we were bumping it in the uh, living room, and that's really the only song that he played. For. I think that was the first song. Um, yeah, but me, all three of us were just bumping to it, bro. Like, and then I believe he called you on the phone too. But I don't know if you he could hear, hear the song or not. But we were trying to, <laughs> we were like getting lit, so we were like trying to like get you on. Um, but I think you were saying something like you were on your way or something like that. But no, nah, yeah, for sure, bro. Like, I always like, because me personally, like, your music kind of reminds me a little bit. Like, 
I get J. Cole vibes sometimes. Just like in like it's kind of like in like a lyricism way, right? The funny and thing is, you're not even like, the first person to say that. I I don't even see the J. Coleness into bro, it. I mean, I'm like, so serious, bro. Like I'll get like not like like I'm talking about like some older J. Cole too. Like I'll get those type of vibes or even like some X vibes, you know? Like because I used to listen to X like right when he started putting music on SoundCloud, and it kind of just it kind of like reminds me of some X music as well. Yeah, I can see like the X comparison because like actually like because if you listen to like you know like Freddie versus Jason, he was like rapping all fast and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like then to my yeah. end, like that's just good. But I, one thing I noticed like on the song Grave shit, like, you ever listen to Flatbush Zombies? Oh uh, no, I have not. Okay. Like put on when you get any spare time, put on like uh um Grave Shift on Ego Trip One, like Ego Trip like my, my mixtape. For sure. And then listen to Flatbush Zombies. This is it. Like I could probably send you a link on uh, through Instagram. I'm gonna actually send it to you right now before I. I'm getting it right now on SoundCloud. I'll um listen to it after the podcast. It's called uh, Flatbush Zombies. Yeah, Flatbush Zombies. Um, which is like they were really lit back in the day uh, a couple years ago. I don't. They're kind of chilling right now. But it's like um back when I was in high school, that's Flatbush Zombies were like going crazy. But if you look up This Is It and then actually listen to Grave Shift, they sound pretty similar to each other and everything. I didn't even realize it until like uh Taurus and his girlfriend pointed out, like, this kind of sound like Flatbush Zombies. Like this is like, oh really it does. And I didn't even know that. So it's just like, you know, that's the crazy that's the beautiful thing about hip hop is that like literally like like your influences like bleed into you like sometimes just listening to people like you know like j cole's one of my main influences but i never see any influence any like j cole comparisons in any of my songs until somebody else says it like you're like the second person to say that and it's like yeah, like, so, like how like i don't see it and to I, me it's just like it's just like kind of like the authenticism right like you don't hop on there and like rap about like balenciagas or like all that extra shit like it it kind of just gets straight to the point, you know? And it's kind of like, it also, like, it, it kind of reminds me of just, like, what's that? I'm trying to think of his name. Um, It was, like, I think the 90s or early 2000s. Oh, can you say that again? I think you were just, uh, he said, I think you kind of buzzed out. Oh, that. oh, my bad. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Okay, Is that yeah, about so, some rapper um, in the 90s? Yeah, I believe, uh, uh bro, <laughs> it's frustrating because, like, I know his name. Um, No, but, yeah, it kind of just reminds me of how, like, because I watched a documentary on him as well. Um, It's not, like, Tupac or, or, or well, Tupac's not from New York. It's not, like, Biggie or anything. It's, Are you um, talking about Nas? I don't know. If, is it Nas? What songs did he make? Let me see. I can probably find it on uh, Google for sure. But yeah, as I'm searching, yeah, like like I was saying, like it kind of just reminds me of um, you know, like how like you first it like one of those movies that you'd watch in like the early two thousands and like the main character is like getting his music career on and stuff like that and like oh now I remember uh Wu Tang Clan, but um his name was uh RZA. Was... No, I don't think it was RZA. It was Hakeem. Hakeem, that's who it is. Hakeem. Is is that his? That's not his. Uh, I heard that's his rap. He made the song "I Love You, Hakeem." I love you, Hakeem. He made the song. Yeah, song "I Love You, Hakeem." I need to check on the Hulu series. Oh, I, I haven't watched it, the Hulu bro. series in a minute. Like it's like because I just got Hulu again. The series is good too, bro. 
I got literally got Hulu oh, again just so I can watch the X. I, I just got Hulu again to watch the X uh documentary. Hmm. Like literally Let's the, see here. Like Hakeem, I'm thinking like cause I know like out the Wu Tang, there's like you god, there's Ghostface Killer, there's a uh, old dirty bastard, um, there's Rizza, Jizza. Oh, it is Rizza. It's I love you, Rakim. My bad, my bad. It's been a while. <laughs> I love yes, you, Rakim by Rizza. Sure. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You know, I wouldn't about? compare. I wouldn't compare myself to Rizza though. I feel if you would have said Jizza, I would be like, okay, I get Jizza because like Jizza. No, so it was more of like it was more more of like um the process of like how he went through like if you watched the first season of the series of like the process of how he went through with making his music like putting it on tapes trying to promote it and all that and like his music was authentic and then it also like just kind of kind of correlated or at least in my eyes in a way. Oh, okay, okay, I see, I see. Like, I know the process is crazy and everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad I got a couple thousand views, though, like, on my uh, SoundCloud. And although SoundCloud isn't as lit as it used to be and everything, uh, mm -hmm. it really shows you, like, how far you come and everything. Um, I'm actually about to send you, like, a direct link uh, to, like, um, uh, through Instagram, uh, through uh, Graveship, uh, the Graveship uh, song. Hold on a second, listen to Graveship. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I, I just send you uh Flatbush Zombies, this is it and Grave Shift. So like whenever you have time to even check out the comparisons and everything. Um but uh it's yeah, man, I'm actually so happy that I actually um got to actually get that process started because like now it's like I know like how to break down my process, how to write a song and what it was take to, you know, how much I gotta do something because they got stuff like overdubs, uh auto-tune and all types of things you can do to actually uh make things uh, crazier. Like even for the love song, for me to add like uh our unnamed love song for me to add like a video a video, a sound clip and everything from a voicemail from one of my uh, female friends and everything, uh, it makes it like it makes the project all come together. So it's mm -hmm. like we actually like get that all together for like twelve songs and everything. Like on my first project of twelve songs, like it's it's very, you know, it makes me feel like okay, cool, like I'm actually onto something. You know what I mean? For sure, yeah. And it's like you're making progress as well, and not only that, but you're learning from it. So it's like you're getting all this information, like okay, uh, how did this go? Like you know, what could I have done better? What can I do on the next one to make this like be? You know what I mean? Like you can kind of curate your music in a in a certain type of way and progress it as you grow. If you understand what I'm saying. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not no, explaining, no, but... No, 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 I get I, what you I mean. Like, I get what you mean. Uh, yeah, it's all a process. Yeah, the more you yeah. do it, like, the more you get it and everything, and then I wouldn't have to actually do things. Like, uh, I want to get to the point where I could be able to freestyle, like, you know, how Lil Wayne uh, was freestyling, like, everybody bees in, which is, like, you just he basically just... Yeah, like, yeah. I was, if I'm like on levels like that, that one would be person. Awesome. One person I really like to listen to freestyle is Juice World for sure. Yeah, Juice World is crazy. Do you listen to the one like where he's like freestyling for an hour long? Bro, I've listened to every single Juice World freestyle, bro. <laughs> That's cool. Like, That's yeah, cool. Juice for World. Me, I wasn't he, too he deep was another, He was another beast, bro. Yeah, I wasn't too deep into Juice World, uh, like really fast or anything. Uh, I was more like with X and everything. So it's just like you know, before he passed and stuff. So it's just like, mm -hmm. like I definitely want to check in more with Juice World and like the things that he had and everything uh, going for him and stuff of that nature. Especially if you can freestyle for like a whole hour. Dude was on his way then. That was crazy, bro. 
Yeah, man, that's what drugs do to you, man. They take your life prematurely, man. It's just like you know, I just, I just <laughs> wish he did, he didn't go that yeah. far. I feel like he really could have. I feel like now we're missing X and Juice for two people that should be like the pillars of the 2020s now. You know? Exactly, for sure. No, I 100% agree too. And it's like that type of talent isn't something that you see too often, like. A lot of music is kind of like the same nowadays. A lot of it, like drill. I mean, don't get me wrong, I like drill music too, but a lot of it is kind of like all drill, like all like one type of way. Like they were, they were pretty unique with their music, and that's that's one reason why I really like them. Yeah, no, sir, no, surely, and they have their own vibe and everything. They have that; they're pretty connected with their fan base and stuff. It's like you know, it's just it's all just it's just one of those things that it's just like you know when you really see them like looking at the story from like you know because x blew up while he was in in jail i think you know or something yeah 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 so it's just like to know that he was actually beginning to turn his life for the positive and then they just took his life away so viciously it's like man dude it could really happen to everybody you want pop smoke too like it should be pop smoke juice world and X should be out here, like really, like there should yeah. be no reason their their lives were cut that short and so quickly. If they have so much life to give, like they should have grown older. But this in this profession, especially in rap, it's hard to grow old because it's like it feels like you have to deal with all types of jealous bullshit all the time. Oh no, yeah, I agree, and it's like, and that kind of brings me to this. Like one thing I will say is like, <clears throat> I kind of wish that you know people would be like a little more open minded when. You know, looking at these type of people, because you'll see that, like, people kind of just prematurely judge them and stuff like that, and they don't understand, like, what they're going through. Like, Juice World used to literally say in his songs, like, some, 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 I need help, da-da-da, and, like, everybody was just like, oh, yeah, you know, whatever, or, like, or not even that, right? Like, for example, they'll, they'll kind of just, like, for example, if a rapper does something dumb or gets in trouble somehow, they'll be like, oh, well, yeah, he's a criminal, but X, Y, Z, da-da-da. And it's, like, sometimes you got to, like, kind of just look into these people and, like, see, like, what might have went wrong or, like, what may help them or, like, and we don't have too much of that in, like, the black community. Like, I feel like we're kind of just telling these young kids that, like, you know, the only way to go is either, like, rapping or basketball sometimes when it's, like, some t- sometimes you may look at, like, a younger black, a younger black kid and a lot of people will be, like, oh, well, you act white when he's just showing, like, some signs of intelligence, you know? Yeah. And then, like you're never really re- rewarded for like curiosity or like looking into like, you know, things like STEM programs or, you know, just like it, like it, it's kind of like fall in line. Like, yeah, it's like conformist in- behavior. It's like, that's just how they want to just break down the system to just like leave people to being just uh, nothing but like, Oh, like you have to be this or you gotta be like, you, they kind of like try to enclose young black kids and below you can only be one type of thing. And I feel like people like X or Juice or even Childish Gambino, which is another one of people that uh, influences my style. It's just like they're very important to just like, you know, actually, like, OK, you can be more than just that. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, they're rappers, too, but they do other things, too, especially like um with uh, Childish Gambino. He does all types of things. like He acts and stuff of that nature. But um, but yeah, we're getting close to the end of this recording. And everything said the first part, uh, we can definitely hop on again in a couple moments. Let me just uh, try to get all this together. In the meantime, you should be able to listen to Grave Shift and uh, this is it to kind of see like the similarities there if you want. Okay, yeah, for sure. I'm going to put it on right now. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to bounce off for a little. We'll hop on a little bit, okay? I just got to wait for this to upload. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, see you in a little bit, Chief. All right. All right, back, part two.
and everything. Oh yeah, so like uh, just so we start off, um, when you were off listening to uh, Grave Shift and This Is It and everything, did you find any uh, similarities between uh, my song and Flatbush Zombies? Uh, I didn't see it as much, mm-hmm. but I also didn't vibe with that particular song by Flatbush Zombies. This is it as much as well. It may have just been that song, um, but yeah, I mean, I like Graveyard Shift though. That that one was pretty like, like there was some. I think what what sticks out to me right is like wordplay and like yours is a little bit more modern, so like I can kind of like relate to it and you know break that down a little bit better than I can with like uh, Flatbush. That might be what it is. Okay, as long as you as long as you realize that, I'm not <laughs> see the difference. Yeah, I'm not the best music connoisseur. Okay, and all, I wouldn't say that you're not a connoisseur. Just your taste is just different. That's just what it is. So it's just like this. Flatbush Zombies was something that uh, Taurus, me, and our generation was on like some years ago. So I'd understand if like you know you don't get into it as much and everything. It's fine, but I like how you like you like the song at least like with Gray Shift and everything. You know, this is I feel like that's one of my favorite songs off that tape too. Like I know I like Young Genius and everything. Sometimes I listen to my own songs and everything, but sometimes I cringe a little bit, but then the other time I'll be like, okay, I see. I I did kind of go a little bit hard on that song. No, Young Genius. For sure. Uh a lot of people like uh Neji Hugo. A lot of people love the love song for some weird reason. I thought that was the corniest song on the whole tape. Um, but it's just Really? Which one is that? The unnamed love song. Oh, I see it. I see it. It's right up here. It's the it, second most popular one. Yeah. Actually, wait, no, it's the It was third, it was once the it was once the most popular at one point. When the first Yeah, one, this uh, one Calamin intro. Uh Calamity intro. It's like Calamity and Intro put together. Calamity intro. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so it's just it's just it's stuff like that. So well, you're on my SoundCloud right now, basically. Yeah. I mean, that's, like, where I go to, like, listen to, um, or at least that's where the link brought me, I believe, yeah. Okay, no, it's fun. It's, like, uh, but, yeah, it's just, a lot of people, like, hold it together, too. And, uh, yeah, I know <laughs> one dude said he really liked Genie and the Lamp. So, Let's see, which one is that? I think the main one that I listened to uh, was Magic Yuga, and I believe it was another one. Another one I used to listen to, but this was a little while ago. I don't really use the app so much either, but yeah, sometimes sure. I'll come on here and play the song. <laughs> hey, I gotta ask: Have you ever considered uh, streaming on Twitch? Uh, I mean, I don't know what to do on Twitch. Like, uh, it's just I don't got a, much of a fan base yet. So it's like maybe when I start building a fan base, I'll consider it. You know, I I don't even got a Twitter yet. Like, I was thinking about getting a Twitter maybe next year. Like, once I'm really like, oh, do you, music. do you need Twitter to? Is Twitter and Twitch linked? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I'm not, I don't really know about any of them. I think, I thought Twitch was just for video game streaming and stuff of that nature. Oh, yeah. I mean, I see a lot of, like, podcasts on there and stuff. Like, I mean, yeah, sometimes people will play video games and stuff on there, too. But I think it'd be kind of cool, like, if you had, like, sometimes multiple guests on your podcast at once, maybe, or, like, you know, like, um... You could do like certain types of like streams. I don't know. I always thought like the idea would be pretty cool. Oh yeah, maybe I could consider uh, uh, putting Twitch into 
uh, immersing Twitch into a lot of my stuff or whatnot. I'm thinking about like once I reach 150 episodes on my podcast, that's when I can really go hard in terms of marketing and putting it out there and stuff of that nature. Because mm-hmm. um, then I can actually got some money in the background, actually, you know, pay the people. See, because this one dude I'm locked into in New York, he has like 22K, I think. Uh, that's all, and it's like literally, like he really works with like putting uh st- contact and stuff out there. If I can get somebody from like New York, L.A., Atlanta, and Houston, like those like little four main cities, I those major know. cities, and then maybe like Detroit also, like in the middle, and like uh, maybe Chicago, like, mm-hmm. but like those are the main major cities that it's like okay, if I like really get my stuff, whatever it is out there, then it will get everywhere. You know, it's just. You know, because it's for just, sure, like, for sure, Miami too, like definitely Miami on tier, but those top tiers definitely Atlanta, um, New York, LA, um, Houston, and uh, Miami, Chicago, um, maybe Louisiana generally, I guess. I'm not really New Orleans, always so like just just general Louisiana area, mm-hmm. yeah. It's just like, yeah, you just got to know like where, where to head, uh, where to send things off to. Um, I'm thinking about maybe like uh want 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 to really uh put my stuff market myself a whole lot to like predominantly Liberian uh communities. Like I know it's like there's a huge community in Philadelphia for one. Um, oh yeah, and in Minnesota, um, there's a big community in uh Washington D.C. and Atlanta, right? Uh yeah, I believe that because I actually have a buddy who's where actually I think I know like two or three people who live in D.C. that are Liberian, so. I'm sure they have a fair amount of Liberians as well. Um, about Atlanta, I don't know one person down there, but I think yeah, they probably have a lot down there too. I mean, Atlanta's pretty big. Yeah, it's just like yeah, but just yeah, wherever it's predominantly Liberian or wherever the major cities are, like that's why I feel like I need a market heavy and everything that at least conjure up um, for sure. But one thing I really would help uh, build a fan base for me is like really like hooking in with like a lot of other people on all the YouTubers or or Twitch streamers. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was actually, just gonna say that too. That, that play video games something because that's how Logic kind of blew up too. Like a lot of his songs end up being played like on video video gamers uh, channels and everything. So, and that's what kind of mm-hmm. helped put his notoriety out there and stuff. So it's like you yeah, know, for video, sure, like he's a heavy. I think video that a lot of. Himself. I'm sorry. What was that? Right. I said Logic no, is very interested in video. No, I said Logic is really into video games a whole lot himself. So that kind of helps connect him with his fan base. Oh yeah, for sure. Like me personally, I think that a lot of you know younger people are more on like YouTube and Twitch. So if you can kind of like you know shift like your audience or like target some of your um stuff on there, you can definitely get a lot more, a lot more of a fan base as well. I feel like my fan base days, I'm trying to shoot for them to be like middle schoolers to like, well, not not very much middle school, but high schoolers to like college age people. Like, if it were people <laughs> in middle school, like whatever, but mostly like that high school to college uh, age demographic, pretty much like, you know, like, you know, the teenager to like 20s dem- demographic, you know? Right on. Yeah, for sure. Like that's really where I'm. I'm really want to head at uh, for sure. You know, T Grizzly makes up to six figures. Um, uh, streaming off Twitch playing GTA. Really? Like monthly? Like I swear, like he literally, like that's how he gets most of his bread from playing video games. On Twitch. I didn't even know he was on Twitch to be honest, bro. <laughs> was it, Twi- it was something like Twitch. I think it was Twitch. Yeah, that's crazy, huh? Dude, yeah, no, but I definitely like what you're doing, bro, because. 
also like a lot of especially a lot of younger black kids like don't really have like someone to like tell them like you know hey like look this is like how you should go about certain things in life you know they kind of just like if you want to get to know a younger kid you kind of got to like look at the artists that they listen to and things and it's like that's the majority of what they're consuming so it's like they're just kind of always on tiktok or just always streaming music and sometimes like they need someone to tell them like yo this is how you do with this this is how you do with this like um there's certain things in life that you have to approach a certain way but you know it's kind of it's kind of like degenerate nowadays mm-hmm. like you know it's not so much look at things very precisely and calculated it's kind of like yeah just f it like da 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 have a good time be lit uh you know party every weekend and stuff like that and these kids are seeing this and they're like oh yeah that's the life i want to live you know and it's like you kind of gotta know what you want for yourself and it's like also kind of like surrounding yourself around a certain type of mindset that like you know that you kind of want to be around there's actually this book that i read recently it's called siddhartha it's about are you like familiar with the story of buddha at all? I'm not really so much familiar from I'm, I'm familiar to a certain degree like i got some buddha statues in my room right now like, you know, okay. the red ones. Yeah. So recently I started uh, kind of like a conquest. I started uh, learning about like every religion. Like I just started reading about Buddhism, reading about um, what's it called? Um, I have like a Quran as well. I've been reading like and this was just something to give me more insight on like different types of thought processes and philosophies, because that's something that's always appealed to me. Like I've always been into history. Like I always felt like uh spartans were cool and like conquerors of the past and like just how things how things were right i've always been into like history economics and philosophy so i started getting into religion as well and the interesting thing about buddha was um he pretty much was like a prince then he kind of set out on a quest to try to find himself and like purpose in life and like through his journey he he kind of starved himself like he was cold hungry tired like in the woods like in isolation And after many, many years, like he figured out like some core tenets that he started teaching to people to like reach enlightenment. So this guy, uh, Siddhartha, he kind of he like wants to become like the Buddha. So what he does is he goes directly to the Buddha and like asks him, like, hey, how can I reach total enlightenment? Like, what can I do? And then like his friend is also with him. But he says, hey, instead of like he he then like realizes instead of asking him, you should actually put yourself what he went through. And kind of like, I mean, it's, it's kind of deep, but like it kind of just stuck out to me in a way. And it was like it kind of just opened my mind into like uh, more of like self-actualization and, um, you know, kind of like finding yourself in a way because like I'm pretty young. I kind of just like life has been moving fast recently. So it's like I kind of been trying to, you know, understand how the world works, how people work, how different thought processes work. And yeah, I mean that's that's one thing that stuck out to me. That's good, man. That's great, especially at your young age to really seek out information like that. That's actually wonderful. That's gonna carry you a lot further in life, man. And uh, where your mindset is, especially at your age, at eighteen, bro. Like when I was eighteen, it was like uh, I was kind of on the same tip to a certain degree. But actually, you're actually traveling and going to different states and stuff of that nature. So like that's that'll also help you to that degree and everything. It's always it's never too early to really find yourself. As a whole, uh, Gene, that's just that's just it. Um, like you know, like like especially at twenty four, like I'm still trying to figure life out as a whole, like entirely. Like I know what I want to do and where I'm headed, 
but in trying to make these things happen and really trying to like build the self-discipline to ensure that like i want to get be able to work out and get my body right for sure so mm-hmm. i'm um, i'm gonna start eating like, like i'm gonna i'm about to hit hibachi grill in a little bit too so i can eat a whole lot and then tomorrow hitting my favorite places to, to eat for a little bit and then i'm gonna oh. go fast for like 21 days uh, straight i'm thinking about just drinking just straight water and eating nothing but uh, uh just fruits vegetables and beans and lentils and stuff of that nature mm-hmm. and just like you know really try to cut down through that for a while before like really really um going into working out like building my body help and stuff of that nature you know what i'm saying for sure yeah and i think that's kind of like one of the first steps a lot of people need to take just like no matter what their goals are like what's going on in their life i think that mastering like you know your body and your physique because it's it's like you have a body like why not take it so like as far as you can like you know like actually train yourself mentally physically like get into things like that because once i started working out bro like one thing that was a big thing actually was like my mind was a lot more clear like i'm a very energetic person i guess and like my mind can kind of wander sometimes and it can be hard to focus but like that kind of like sort of calmed me down and like i've started like getting into like a better um kind of like i kind of like mastered my i wouldn't say mastered but i kind of like started understanding myself more if that makes sense yeah man no seriously like and it's just crazy because like we're always changing at the mm-hmm. same time and learning new things so it's just like you know you never really know who you are until you're dead like and that's that's one thing although it's like a form of fictional character in itachi uchiha right yeah but, yeah but it's still true stuff you never really know until like the very very end anyway but it's like mm-hmm. actually trying to find the answers and seeking out. Like, I feel like it's a responsibility uh, to the individual to take that accountability and uh, stuff of that nature. Um, so it's like, that's good. Like, like even at your age, you're still like willing to like, um, like uh, set out on your journey to, to head in that direction. Um, and, yeah. And, stuff and it's kind of like, I kind of want to pivot for a second, if you don't mind. Sure. Um, one thing that I've really enjoyed was talking to people who are older than me and had like more life experience because when I first came to the army, especially like a bunch of dudes were like, you know, like 28, like 25 and like they were all way older than me. So I talked to them for a couple hours and like one thing that really stuck out to me was uh, one man, he was talking to me about how like we we're talking about like philosophy and economics and like, like, you know, some deeper stuff. And he was like, just be very careful because philosophy is an old man's game. And I didn't understand what he was talking about at first. I was like, I mean, I kind of like just, you know, generally thought like, yeah, like I understand what you're saying. But as I actually started to like, you know, like as as time moved on, right, I started looking at myself and like I started seeing that I was like distancing myself from like certain people because of like some of the stuff that I was learning. Like it's and it's kind of weird and like it's kind of hard to explain, but it's like as I started like learning more and like about you know, some types of people about how things actually work and stuff like that. It's like you start to be turned off from a certain group of people. So like the same group that I was hanging out with before, like the regular, oh, let's go party or whatever. Let's, you know, be stupid. It was like, it wasn't my thing anymore, you know? And it's Mm -hmm. like that kind of just like also helped me like, you know, um, on my my, like quest for learning and stuff like that. And one thing that I, uh, one thing that I've been like, I was talking about like how I've been researching religion one thing that was a big thing for me was actually looking into like, you know, certain ways of thinking. Right. And then I started looking into like, uh, or actually I would say being cautious of prosperity gospel as well, because I think that's a big thing that's in the black church today. 
And I think it's kind of similar to how, like, you know, some, like, red pill podcasts are, where it's, like, it's kind of, like, what you want to hear. You know what I mean? Like, the preacher that goes on and says, oh, like, you will get this, you will get this, like, just claim it, da-da-da-da. And, like, they don't tell the person to actually better themselves and, you know, change your life. It's all, oh, yeah, just claim it in the name of Jesus. Like, just be spiritual and pray. Like, but me personally, I don't think that's a very healthy way to approach anything because if you're just going to sit on your couch and, you know, be lazy and just only have faith like I don't think that God would you know reward someone like that so I mean yeah and it's just it's it's, it's really hard to explain but it kind of just like yeah, you explained it pretty well I get mm-hmm. what you're saying mm-hmm. and, and stuff of that nature but it's just like yeah I truly believe like that is true when everything but I, I feel like with faith and also in God you gotta have faith in yourself too and right. not, not entirely on too much of the earthly things, like, oh, you got to have faith in, like, the money you have or whatever. But just have mm-hmm. faith that, you know, whatever you're going through adversity-wise or whatever you're seeking out in life, as long as you apply yourself to move past it or, or move or work hard within yourself to reach whatever destination you're trying to reach, um, then, you know, uh, life will pretty much uh, unveil itself from there. You know, so it's just like, you know, I've been going to church like a lot, like especially these past couple weeks and everything. Like I especially go to Sunday school now. I bring my Bible and everything. And mm-hmm. I feel like the more I've been praying, like, well, you know, like, 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 with um, the Hickory Grove Baptist Church, uh, this one pastor by the name of Pastor Matt, everything started slowly getting better. Like I prayed for a job because I was struggling for a little bit. Um, And now mm-hmm. I got it. And now I'm like in lens of probably like working with an organization that might help me with an or, or getting like an internship. You know, and uh, like, like I prayed uh, that like my uh, my uncle's mother um, would get better, and uh, she started getting better. I didn't actually call him to see like where she's at right now, but she really got better and everything. Um, and just stuff of that nature, like for me getting a job, you know, me moving forward, me getting, you know, like it's like just in the last little couple of weeks I've been going and everything, like he things have slowly been getting better. So it's like that's what really motivates me to go uh the church and everything i true i do feel like god uh, it does really help uh like support and, and everything as long but you got to really take that step forward to get closer to him uh, right right the whole uh not just him but just everything else that you do in life it's you really got to put effort and take accountability and everything that's why i believe in the music thing like you know even from high school a lot of people say oh no that, that's, that sucks or whatever oh, you're a nursery rhyme rapper blah 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 and everything and it's just like you know um, all that stuff was just projective because like literally those same people talk all that shit never really did went anywhere with the music career and everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm the only one that actually has one of the few people that actually has a whole music project out. Like I didn't put singles out or nothing. I like, I put like some songs out, like unfinished songs out, like on SoundCloud. But at first, before I put the main project out, but mm-hmm. that was just it. But it's like now it's like I got a couple thousand views. And everything, and then it's just like on SoundCloud, which is cool. And I still have plans to really. I'm I'm trying to put a remix version of Ego Trip out through DistroKid. Well, it'll have the same songs, but it's gonna have like uh remix versions of the older songs. You know what I'm saying with different beats and everything. So it's just like so be like gotcha, gotcha, like a part two type thing. Yeah, so not like a part two, like a one point two, like you know what I'm saying. Like it's oh, like, okay, okay, yeah. Like it's the same song, <laughs> yeah. but like different. That it'll be the same song, but it'll be like twelve more songs, which is just the same song, but like different, like different reimaginings of those songs, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I already picked out yeah. the and everything. Like I already got all the beats picked out for all my next projects and everything. It's really just now I got the funding now where I can go to the studio like every weekend if I wanted to. So it's like, you know, mm-hmm. so really like the November, December and like 
to like the rest of 2023 it's really like i'm really gonna go so hard with this music thing like you're not even gonna believe like it's gonna be crazy like this year coming up like it's not even me on some braggadocious stuff it's just like that's like i'm so dead set on really like uh, doing whatever i can to reach for sure for sure bro and i look forward to it too bro yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, my, my goal for next year is to drop. I was supposed to, I was trying to drop fifty songs this year in total, but I think I'm gonna just switch it up to like at least fifty songs next, uh, year and everything. You know. Oh yeah. I think it'll be possible. Everything. It's just a matter of me just getting back into the habit of it and stuff of that nature. But yeah, it's possible. But anyway, back on you on the experiences uh, that you had to do, had to go through with the, within the Army. And if you want to go into detail about like um, what situations you had to face, because have you ever been to be, you have to be in battle or nothing of that nature? Oh. <laughs> no, no, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't been in battle or anything. Um, I mean, the Army is, well, the only real thing that like was somewhat of a, of a challenge was and it wasn't even much of a challenge, but it was like, you know, basic training and coming in the transition from civilian to soldier, because like you have the you get you arrive and it's like you have these drill sergeants who are just like their whole job pretty much is to just fuck you down, like to just, you know, like get people to quit. And like, well, not necessarily that, but, you know, getting your headspace and shit like that. Uh, I mean, me personally, like I was chilling throughout it. You know, I was confident about it. I knew it was all a game. You just got to play the game. But there were some dudes, man, that would just like fucking like have a whole panic attack. Like, and I mean, it kind of just it it like gets to certain people a certain way. Like everyone has a certain way of dealing with things. But um, I mean, yeah, I think that would be like the only like somewhat of a obstacle <laughs> if that that I've had so far, but for the most part, I mean, the army's been pretty smooth sail and it's pretty chill. Uh, day-to-day life isn't bad. You know, I'll, I'll wake up, go to work, get off of work, hit the gym for a while. Um, come back. I like to read a lot too. Um, I'll read for at least an hour a day. I try to, some days I can't though, because like sometimes I'm just busy. Um, That's good yeah, too. I mean, every, every day is a pretty good day, you know? That's good that you're reading and everything, man. It's like, I'm trying to um seriously uh get into the situation of um like reading more uh consistently uh sorry my god I just got this email and everything from HM Health like, it's, it's whatever I haven't been thinking of it. it's whatever but anyway uh yeah like I this is book on the counter like on my lamp on my uh, lamp stand and everything called uh, the four agreements and everything it's like 140 pages long I'm trying to read at least 14 pages a day um, and, mm-hmm. but it's like I kind of got thrown off the past couple of days. Cause I started doing, I'd be busy. It's either I'm working, trying to get money other ways, my part time job, or like you know, earlier this morning I woke up like I was actually it took. I, I've been listening to Beats for the first time in like weeks. Um, on my on my um email, like literally I got a email called whatever. Uh, I well I got an email. It's literally set for just Beats and everything. And I would say, like, I got hundreds and hundreds of beats. I got producers just sending me beats just because, like, literally, like, it's so crazy. Oh, yeah. Like, I got probably enough beats to have me set, like, the rest of the decade. Damn. You got That's that many? many beats I got. Because it's like, it's just crazy. Like, if I can make a song, I ever be for, like, one song to drop for, like, one, like, once a week, like, if I had a song, if I had a beat for every song to drop for every week, like, I'd be set for, like, literally the rest of the decade. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so serious right now. 
But you know, that's just that's just where I'm. I'm kind of greedy with it now, to be honest, because I got I feel like I got way too much. Like where it's just like I don't even know where to put it now. Like I got to put it in my Google um, Drive and everything. I, I got to find some time to uh, put it in that place and and stuff of that nature. But uh, yeah, man. <laughs> oh, no, that's what's up, bro. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just I gotta make plans, man. I gotta do what I gotta do, man. I gotta get back in the studio, like sooner, sooner than later. Like literally, I will be on tour one day, and I will be having a, a fan base one day. I'm not really just me just bragging out and me trying to speak into existence. Like I literally, the way. Nah, that's true. Not speak that shit into existence, bro. That, that that's how it works, bro. Like you grind, you put in the work, and as long as you keep that up, like you're gonna reap the benefits of it, you know. And sometimes a lot of people don't stick around to see the benefits. Sometimes they sometimes they get discouraged. I can't even talk. Discouraged along the way, and it's like that's like one of the best one of the best ways to build character. I think like you know that in and of itself, it's like you're you're starting. So it's kind of like starting a business. Like you're cultivating something from the ground up, and you're actually learning from it. And it's it's a journey, it's a process, you know, and you get to enjoy every day of it. You get to enjoy how it works, the business of it, you know, and and I think that's good, bro. Like I really do. I might have grind as well. Like you said that you got a job and a part-time job as well. And just it's <laughs> and it's crazy how things work in today's world where it's like, you know, everyone's just hustling, like it's so fast paced, and you know, sometimes it's just, you know, it's pretty just what's the word? Like overly I can't even think of the word, but yeah, it's like every everything's kind of all over the place sometimes. So I'm definitely glad to hear that about the music, you know, because if it were me, I probably would have. I mean, yeah, if it were me, I probably wouldn't even have been able to keep up with that. What, just music in general? Yeah, because it's like, I mean, if you're going to because me personally, I wouldn't even like have the first clue of what to do to like write a song and sit down and do that and then go to work, and like you know, focus on X, Y and Z. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's been a while since I've actually written a song, but it's just like, I don't know, something about when I put a beat on, I just know, like, what hook can go with it and, like, what messages I want to put through um, with it. So it's just, like, it's really just a matter of just really just, uh, yeah, really just trying to realize that vision. And so it's just, sure. like, yeah, a lot of that can even reflect into real life, too. If you want to make something happen and everything, you got to really put it, um, you got to put the energy out there to make it happen. And the absolutely, like, you know, like on my board, I got like on, like on my wall, I got three vision boards on on my wall. I got like an extra vision board. I got three vision boards. Um, and it has a, uh, it's really everything I want to. Uh, hold on, let me turn my light on right quick. Oh snap! Mm -hmm. It's basically uh, everything I want to be, everything I want to have, and everything I want to do. Right? you know, it's just you know, you see pictures. It's just everything I want to have, like a picture of a family. Obviously, I want a, a picture of a family. Um, you know, just like all, all three of my, all three of those vision boards that have pictures of like a guy rapping, uh, in mm -hmm. front of the crowd and everything. Like all three of them, like whether if it, whether if it's Logic or Russ or or whatever, some guy in the studio rapping and everything. It's just, it's always so it's like, like everything I want to have. It'll be like you know certain houses I want to buy or whatever what they want to look like and everything. I want to definitely buy acres of land. Uh, and it's just it's just stuff of that nature, like music success, you know, all that. And then on the other way, everything I want to be, I see pictures like my idols and stuff I look up to, like it'll be like Martin Luther King Jr. and Malcolm X. Right on, right on, man. Uh, I, I know, speaking I, my I, language. I know Kanye West's kind of in hot water now, but yeah, Kanye West is on the 
bored. Yeah, I, I actually like Kanye, bro. Like, have you seen the Kanye documentary? Yeah, like the one on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I watched it, I, but I mean, I liked him before too. But I mean, I, I liked his work ethic. I like his grind. I like what he's. Well, sometimes you can say some, you know, silly ish on on social media. But yeah, but that's his it, mental health, man. Like when you're a genius, it just happens. Like your brain, yeah, lost mm -hmm. the pump and stuff. And it's just yeah. like Kanye will always be like a genius to me. So it's like that creative and that consistency. Like, dude, drop classic album after classic album from. Uh, bro, his music is. Bro, he's just extremely creative, bro. Like, that's, like, the best part about him. Yeah, college dropout, uh, late mm -hmm. registration, graduation, <laughs> I, uh, dark twisted fantasy, and uh, just, just stuff like uh, Jesus and everything, like, uh, or uh, freaking um, Life of Pablo. Like, it's just, it's just, it's all good shit, you know? It's, like, it's just timeless classic. But even stuff of that nature, like, other idols, like, uh, like uh, of course, Tupac and Biggie. Obviously, those are the two main people that got me into interested into uh, hip hop. Who do you like more, Tupac or Biggie? I identify more with Biggie on the sense of just like I always wanted that confidence in myself and everything. I feel like you know, as a kid, I was kind of a heavier set, a dark skin mm -hmm. kid. I needed that that role model. Um, this girl, mm -hmm. although he did pass away, um, so I'm more attached to Biggie on that end on a personal level. But I feel like Tupac is like really like the key. Like, I see, like, Tupac is, like, the key and, like, uh, Biggie Smalls is, like, the gate, if I could explain. Like, for instance, like, when I downloaded, um, the first tape I ever downloaded to, like, uh, my MP3, oh, we're gonna end in, like, 10 minutes, so, okay, we can get the through. The first tape I ever, uh, downloaded to my MP3, uh, player was, um, uh, Tupac's uh, Greatest Hits, it was, like, the part two version, it was part two, it was, like, Brenda's Got a Baby, California Love, oh, no, Live and Die in L.A., um mm -hmm. and uh, stuff of that nature um uh troublesome 98 so like, it was, like tupac kind of showed to me different ways like uh rapper can be like an artist like the different dimensions of an artist how a, an artist can be three-dimensional like you can right, 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 starting right. and just uh you're doing all that you can talk about real real shit and everything you know it's, it, it, brenda's got a baby really visualize it because every time i listen to that song i don't even gotta like watch a video i already visualize it in my head like how crazy that would be and mm -hmm. it's the situation with that so he's like the key in terms of, like you know like that shit but like biggie smalls is, like the gate you know in the sense that just like you know anybody can really do this not so like oh anybody can do this but it's like mm -hmm. with the right you, you like you was just seen as like i can really make this into something i can do also right 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 yeah it's just like you know that's what he represented to me and everything but like there's other people on like there's nipsey hustle there's nas uh there's eddie murphy uh because yeah, i feel like it was a good story to um barack obama uh just this stuff of that nature uh, kobe bryant mm -hmm. you know just people are just like massa musa uh oh yeah <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. types of people like you just want to just like get like their energy to a certain degree want to be well spoken like barack want to be well respected like nipsey hustle uh, want to be well disciplined like like Kobe Bryant, you know it's mm -hmm. just it's just stuff of that nature. It's just it's just around uh things and everything I want to do. I also got the logo from the Mental Thoughts podcast and everything I want to do, and now I'm doing it. Uh, definitely want to do the guy rapping in the studio because I want to get back in the studio, and then there's just other businesses that he's running. Uh, definitely want to go out to parties a lot more like once I really get the time to do so. But it's just <laughs> stuff like that, and it's just like I'm about to make another vision board for this year. I got one for this year. Which really didn't go as much as planned as I wanted to, but it's all right. A couple things went through. Um, oh, yeah. I will go into detail about it, but I think I feel like a lot of those things are going to be saved for next year. But 
it is what it is. I'm still gonna make another uh, vision board anyway, because it's like you know that's a that's another way to get things manifested a lot faster is if you see it every day and everything. Uh, yeah. Nature. So it's like you know if you want to consider making your own vision board. It's definitely something to consider. Yeah, I definitely got to get into it. I mean, I've heard I've you know I've heard a lot about vision boards and how people like would hang them up and like see it every day and it inspire them as well. One thing I do sometimes is I kind of just write in my uh, in like my phone notes. And like, I mean, right now I have like, I think it's like a five year or no, a, the next 10 years, like a plan for that. And it's like, but I actually do need to, uh, you know, like have it manifested and put it on like a wall or some shit like that. So I can actually see it every day. Yeah, but definitely. No, yeah, for sure. For definitely. sure. I definitely got to get one going. Yeah, I went to a spiritual guide and he was very accurate about a whole lot of things. And he mentioned that maybe I should get a... um a vision board oh wait really wait wait, wait. so <laughs> how did the process with what what is it called a spiritual guy he, he was a tarot card reader oh how was he was, it? was he it? was crazy accurate. he was scary accurate over a lot of no things. way really i'm not bullshitting you at all like seriously i'm about to see him again uh in december um i'm still waiting for my next major paycheck and then i'm gonna lock down that date um in december mm -hmm. And everything, but dude, I had a list of females I wanted to ask him questions about, and it's like, dude, it was so crazy how he really got their personalities like crazy. Like, you know, I asked about this one girl, I was like, oh yeah, this girl doesn't have a whole lot of self confidence in herself, and I'm like, okay, well, we're all kind of self confident, man, I'm, bro. Right, like, what about this girl? I mean, be careful with like seeing in the future, though. What? Yeah, yeah, I was just like, I just ask him general questions about like you know whether if I can be like successful in this music thing. It's like you just got to put a whole lot into it. So it's like that's motivating me to just you know work as hard as I can because like none of it's like guaranteed until you can make it guaranteed. Um, right, but just, right. just general questions like whether if I was gonna get over certain things in my life, get past it, um, and everything. And all the spiritual guides that I go to, they always say I'm gonna live like up to eighty or ninety years old. Well, like, I don't know about you, but like. Bro, I would be scared to ask some certain questions like that, you know? Like, <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to know, like, I don't know. I never even asked. It's they like certain things. Huh? Say it again? They, they, I never ask about my lifespan. They just say it. So it's just. Oh, they just. Oh. They just, like, like, oh, they just point it out sometimes. I wouldn't even be asking. It's just like, you know, but it's just things. Like, they just point Does out. Does it, like, trip you out sometimes? The most trippiest part, like, when the list of females I was going through, it was like, okay, like, this is one girl that was the top of the business class. I thought she was kind of fine. I was just asked about, like, what about her? It's like, oh, yeah, she's kind of bossy. And I'm like, okay, well, obviously, she's at the top of the business school. Um, and there was this one girl, like, I didn't even – she wasn't even on the list. And I was like, mm -hmm. I was just asking because I kind of fell out with her, like, a couple years ago. It's like, I asked her about this girl. It's like, oh, yeah, this girl puts you through a whole lot of mental abuse. And I'm like, what the fuck? How'd you know? Just like I was so I was shook, heavy shook, because it was just like okay, okay, now I know you're like Men in Black or something like that. Yeah, you ain't no way you know. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, that's crazy, bro. But so that's why I need to see him again, cause it's like ain't no way you gotta be that accurate and everything. I still got him on Snapchat and everything, so it's just like you know that's one of the main things that keeps me like going and keep me like really really focused. Like, okay, things will just get better over time, but I just gotta find my own way to make it better. You know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but you definitely also have to keep a degree of nuance into it, you know, like, don't like go to it too much because you don't, you know, what I mean, like, you don't want to know too much about what's going to happen in the future and stuff. It's definitely cool as fuck, though. Don't get me wrong. Like, that's, yeah, that's cool as fuck. But, I definitely recommend like, I would try to like, yeah, definitely go to a tarot card reader if you can. Like, just ask general questions. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I want to try one. But yeah, well, really look into the <laughs> that's, no, that's crazy.
really look into the background because the reviews and, he gets too are also pretty like like, like people would be like, oh wow, like how do you even know that about me or how do you know this about you know it's just like always check out the reviews because it's just even the good ones mm-hmm. and the bad ones because it's like you know it could be a bit of both you know. Damn, are they? Isn't it like expensive? Like, is it like two hundred bucks every session or something? Or like, no, it's like I think how do they like work? One hour session, it'll be like uh just a hundred bucks, I think. You know, so it's like oh okay you be, okay. You be thinking it's too much until you actually go through the process. Like, oh hell no, and everything. So it's like definitely not something to just do if you can't buy like several times. If you got like maybe a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars, yeah, I, I recommend like passing by like, yeah 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 for sure but if you ain't got a whole lot of money don't do it because <laughs> it's like you know it's just it's just definitely something to you know not consider but anyway like we got only about like three minutes left and everything like, it was actually a pretty good episode i feel like we spoke about a whole lot of uh, things but we got to start wrapping it wrapping it up soon um is there anything you want to let the people know before you before we bounce off uh i mean yeah man and i will say this like this has been really fun bro like i hope to see you again in the future like on the podcast um but yeah to anyone out there like especially younger guys um make sure you try to find something that you'd really like to, oh, we got three minutes let me try to talk faster um make sure you try to find your passion <laughs> make sure you try to find your passion find something that you really like uh don't really listen to what others think of you know where your life is going because like you dictate what you're gonna do so I think that if you give 100% to whatever you want to do, no matter what, and you truly, you're truly humble about it and you, you genuinely want it and you do it every single day, I think that you can be successful in anything. So never be discouraged, I think would be the main message to just, you know, or even like, yeah, like the younger audience out there, like someone who's trying to like find what they want to do with their life. Cause that's something that I kind of had to figure out for myself. And also, like, I would say, like, do things that build character as well. Um, try to actually seek discomfort and adversity can help a lot, too. Um, but, yeah, just keep learning, keep growing. And, and yeah, just be genuine. I think that would be my final message. All right, cool. Wonderful. That's a wonderful note to leave it off of. Yeah, that's it for the Mental Thuds podcast, episode 122. We are sewn in and sewn out. I appreciate my cousin for hopping on. Thank you. For sure. No problem. Hey, thank you, bro. All right, cool. Thanks. All right, we out.